Yo, 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 we live on location. Me and the blackest one back at y'all with another tap in. Man, since we last talked to y'all, we done had a huge hoops weekend. Two series tied at 2-2, and the two games from last night, both saw the Lakers and the Heat take commanding 3-1 leads in the series. It could sound for the end of the opposing team, but we gonna get into that. Before we go anywhere, we got to jump right into last night, Black. Talk about that Golden State and that L.A. Lakers, man. What did you see? How do you see last night playing out? Tell me what you thought. Uh, like I said, I had Golden State winning this series, so it's it's surprising to see. As did I. As the did La I. It's surprising to see the Lakers having the 3-1 lead. I, I had a lot of surprises in, in this game. Um, one of the surprises is, this is the first time in a long time that Steph looked like a traditional point guard. He looked like a point guard that had to facilitate, had to score, had to do a lot. He didn't look like the regular Steph that was run off screens and give it to Draymond and, and all that stuff. He had a triple-double, though. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. You, 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 he looked like that a- ain't, that, ain't, that ain't traditional. No, it's not traditional, but like <laughs> looking yeah, I know like what you're he just you know switched up to what he normally had to he do. Had, he yeah. had to really facilitate and get guys involved, and he yeah. had to initiate it instead of yeah. giving it to guys running off and, and really dominating the score. That was right, a right, good. It looked good to see stuff in that mode. That shows you for fans out there that think that all he do is run off screens and shoot threes. That he can facilitate. He can be a point guard, a traditional point guard, and do what he do. Another thing that stuck out to me, they didn't get AD the ball the whole fourth quarter, and that was crazy to me. Shout out to Lonnie Walker. Lonnie Ooh, Walker. Until Lonnie showed up. Lonnie Walker saved the day in the fourth quarter. 15 big points in the fourth quarter. 15 big, big points that they needed because they wasn't getting no scoring from nobody else but Lonnie Walker in that fourth quarter. Uh, hold on, hold on. Let me stop you right there. We're going to just change right now, just for the day. I'm sure last night and just for the day, we're going to change Lonnie Walker name to Lonnie Love. He got to be love. getting all the love in L.A. Right, Lonnie, Lonnie love, love right now. That man ain't play, and I don't know how long did he come in in the fourth quarter of a game. Like you say, well, they needed every bucket he they needed got every bucket he was got. a necessity and for that, them to win that game last night. Shout out to Darvin Ham by calling his number. Shout out Darden Ham by willing to bring this guy off the bench, and he's seen the energy out the blowout of what Lonnie was bringing. Yeah, how well he, he put played. him in the game in the fourth quarter and gave him a chance. Shout out to Lonnie Walker being prepared and ready Lonnie to go Love. when it was time to Lonnie Love, baby. Lonnie Love when it was time to ready to go. I love that, but it scared me a little bit because I couldn't understand. I couldn't get past like, man, y'all ain't getting AD no touches in that fourth quarter. I don't even think he took a shot. If he did, he probably took one shot in that fourth quarter. But shout out to Lonnie for saving the day. Shout out to them playing defense. And um, shout out to the Lakers, man. They, they took a commanding lead. We got to talk about what's going on with the Warriors, though, bro. Where is Steph's help? Like, they don't look like the same Warriors. You don't, like, Jordan Poole is is, is not him nor, his, his normal self. Obviously, Clay didn't get it rolling like he can. Draymond was didn't seem like his normal self to me either. I mean, Steph was kind of like, Man, like Will at the end of Fresh Prince at the last episode, just sitting in the room looking around by itself, like, damn. Like, I, I need big, I need, I need Steph to get more help. Like we said, GP2 was kind of more of a threat, you know, than a lot of them other guys to score, like cutting to the lane and getting buckets in the inside and second, second shots at the rim and stuff. Like, 
First, do you believe Golden State can come back in this series? Do you believe that? I don't. I don't. I don't think Golden State can beat the Lakers three games in a row. That's a tough call right there. Even though they got two games at home, I still feel like the Lakers, I feel like Golden State can't beat them two games in a row. My disappointment is Jordan Poole. I don't know if he's hurt. I don't know what's going on with him. Uh, he has a, a, a significant, he, he went from averaging 18 the year before to getting a contract and, and coming down to like 12 or 11 points. His energy is not there. He's not playing with, with the spunk that he had. He's not playing with the confidence that he's- Does he that have, have anything to do with the early season blunder? I don't, I don't know. I don't know. I don't want to blame it on that, but I don't know. I don't know where he's at. Like, uh, they pay him money to for him to show up. They pay him money to come off the bench and give him them a spark, and he just haven't got it. Uh, Andrew Wiggins, I feel like, man, he missed two months. It's, it's like you can't really. Well, everything he's he done, him. I've been astonished. The way he yeah. hit the ground it's running it. when he first came back yeah. after being gone yeah, for that long, I thought it was going to take yeah. a way longer time for him to start playing yeah. well, and he played well straight away. Anything he give, I feel like that's a plus. Uh, glad he's back playing and he's back on the court, but I feel like it, man, it's, they look for Jordan Poole to give that thing. Where is Kaminga? Like, he's like, not, where is Kaminga? He don't even play. I don't understand that, bro. Yeah, I don't, I don't like, understand. I, I don't understand. I didn't understand the move that they made. They they switched the starting lineup again. They put GP three in, which I feel like GP he he played well. He always played well for what he what he does. He brings the energy to the game. He plays great on defense. He's played bigger than what he really is in height wise. So I liked how GP played. I feel like last night it was just. Either Steph facilitated and set you up for the shot, or he had to get the shot itself. He looked real lonely out there. Ghost State haven't looked like that in a long time, and and I feel like I say I feel like it's Jordan Poole that's not that's not giving what they're used to getting from him. Yeah, he, he's he's got to be more. I mean, zero points, man. That that says it all. Come you on, can't bro. Have zero points. You got to do something, like something. But but I just hey. I, like I say I just it's been all year. And, and, and you know, it's really get dissected in the playoff because mm -hmm. he's just been off. Exactly. I don't know what it is. And like I said, I'm not going to blame that on on the situation earlier this year because that's that's the normal thing that happened. You know what I'm saying? People just happen to see it on video this time. But I don't know what's up with him. To have zero points and, and you are a scorer and you are an aggressive scorer the way you are, that's, that's unacceptable. Yeah, we're going to see how that play out. 3-1 Lakers, next game will be in the Bay. They need to get it to try and continue. Backs against the wall. Like, let's move on to this. Two of my former teams, Miami, New York City. By the way, Miami was cracking this weekend. They had a hell of a weekend in uh, the city to host. You know, the, the F1, the formula racing down there. They had heat yes, game. Sir. You know, it was big events down there this weekend. But yes, sir. nonetheless... Jimmy Buckets in the Heat take control. 3-1. Jimmy again. 27, 6, and 10. And the bonus caveat, we had a big time Bam appearance. You know, Bam, one of my favorite guys out here. He, he showed up and sold out last night. 23 and 13, D What do you think of yes, them sir. Heat boys yes, last sir. night? I think um in this series, uh, I got the Heat to win win the uh the series, but I feel like the Heat look like they want it more yeah. than than the Knicks. Like it, it's plain and simple as that. Like 
They they have their leader, uh, Jimmy Butler, give their team, but like every player that plays. Shout out to T- Martin. Time shout out, time out. out. What you just, to- what, what, you not the only one who might think they wanted more than them because last night up on the podium, Julius, I couldn't believe he said this. Julius Randle was asked what was going on. The first thing is, he said, I don't know. Maybe they wanted more than us. I don't know. Like, what? He said those words. I don't know. Maybe they wanted more than that. Like, come on, bro. Not the leader. Not one of the leaders. We can't say that. Like, we, like, I understand that you, you know, it was a bad time. You and you, you frustrated and this stuff. We got to come up with something better than that as an answer. You can't say that. Come on. Well, he was right. He was was right. (laughs) The Miami Heat defensively and offensively looked like they wanted more. Than the New York Knicks, the I New York Knicks look like the, they are satisfied with winning the series, and like they not look they up. not I, taking in the moment. I gotta look. You know, I played in New York. I played four years there. I know how it go. I gotta go look up and see what the back pages say this morning with those comments. With first, just them losing and going down three one. But I know for a fact this New York City. I guarantee you that quote from him headline worthy when in New York City with the New York Knicks and the the star players say that that's that's yeah. that's wild bro I couldn't believe he yeah. said that when I was sitting like I was literally like you know when you sitting there in the moment I'm sitting there the game just and I'm watching the game I'm watching everything I'm waiting on the next game then I'm watching the po- everybody come to the podium when he came up and he said that I put my hand on my head and said damn I said I already know like they are literally Gonna go ham with that, so I gotta. That's something I gotta do today. I haven't had a chance yet, but I gotta go look at the at the at the, at the headlines in in New York City. Yeah, that basically explained it all, man. The Heat look like they want the games. They want every game, even the games in New York, where the, where the energy in, yeah. in in New York kind of helps the New York Knicks get in the mode. Like even the Heat, they walk up in the garden and they still be in there playing like they wanted more than than the Knicks. And I tell you, one right person, now, and, uh, Julius Randle, that's why they up three one. One person, Julius Randle, couldn't have been talking about. Brunson was going crazy. Jalen Brunson yeah. wanted it. He did his part. He and and does mm-hmm. listen. R.J. Barrett, listen. R.J. Barrett take a lot of flack. He's been one of the more consistent guys for them these last four or five games in this series. He's been, like, he struggled a little bit early, but, like, he's picked his game up and he's been bringing it. So I can't even complain about him. And Brunson, 32 and 11, while on the ankle injury he had. So, I mean, listen, I don't know, man. This is, like you say, it's 3-1. That's a tough feat to overcome, but it has been done before. But uh, in my book, this series is over. Uh, I don't know. You know, New York may get one more, but I think I think Miami is the way they're playing. They playing like they, they got a certain sense of urgency, and they, they I think they getting it done, man. You know, you see Spo with the intensity. You see they hold everybody getting the game over there. They playing a little harder with a little more sense of urgency, in my opinion. Yeah, definitely right. I feel that way, too. All right, Boston, Philly. Listen, now we get into the two-two to the wars. This is the battles of attrition. You got two and two. James Harden said, "Hey, yeah, look, y'all, y'all gone here with that narrative. Y'all could take that narrative and, and stick it somewhere, you know. But th- it ain't for me." He's saying, "I'm getting forties. I'm hitting game winners. I'm facilitating. I'm showing up and showing out for my team, and I'm helping us win." So, like, what do you see in this series, bro? Like, is, is Boston in trouble? Man, I, I I want Lil J to bring that championship back to the Lou, but like I'm I'm losing her. 
I, I, I'm losing her. And we ain't, ain't got, got much, her, Black. How I'm much losing. you losing her? We ain't got no. Man, I'm losing her because, like, some of the stuff that's just been done in this series. First, first of all, this series should be three-one at the most yeah. of it. The last game again, the fourth quarter, going into the fourth quarter, ending the game. James Harden got it going. And you still switch Al Horford and leave him on, on him at the end of the game. And you can't think that recipe is successful. I, like, I don't care if you're doing it all game. All right, if you're going to do it all game. But at the end of the game, Al Horford can't wind up on their best perimeter score. And what James Harden do? He don't step back for a three. He get in the lane and he throw a floater. Now he send it to overtime. I love Jalen Brown because he always accept his responsibility and accept what goes on with him. So he accepted he made a bad defensive mistake of going down to help right, on them right. getting on up. But the lackadaisical of them coming down with like 18 seconds, like they're up, baffled me. It should have been a timeout. It, it, made, it made me mad at the veterans on the team that was on the floor because they should have been more aggressive. And it made me mad at the coaching staff for you having two time out and you seeing that they weren't being aggressive and bro, getting the, and getting the shot come off. Come on, bro! Like you know, you like I don't even know how to say. It. I didn't play for for Larry Brown, Mike D'Antoni, Eric Spoelstra, Stan Van Gundy, and I. I'm almost positive every last one of them would have called a timeout in that situation. We go that's, down that's one point true. with like however many seconds left. We down one. This yeah. ain't like in regulation when we had, like, I understand yeah. it. Go ahead. Don't let them set up. It's a tie ball game. We either win it or we go to overtime. We taking the last shot. That's cool. This time, first of all, off the strength that y'all didn't have success at the end of regulation when you let them have it on their own. They didn't have success. Even though he had a good, Marcus Smart got a good shot, you didn't hit. Next play, you down one now, bro. So you definitely... Mm -hmm. During that timeout, as soon as Harden made the three, you don't even do nothing. You call timeout right there. They walk to their bench. We walk to our bench. We come out. We try and set up a play, a solid play, and get a play. We don't get a play to go up one. Cool. We foul. Yeah. Now, they could possibly go up. If they make both free throws, they go up three. Now, we got another timeout, and we come back down here, and we set up for the three now because you had two timeouts. They that's did none the, of that. I, that's, I, 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 that's what the more experienced coaches did. Most of the more experienced coaches, they would have called a timeout. They would have moved the ball down closer to, to half court. They would move the ball to half court. They would have told the players, hey, we're going to draw up a play. We're going to get a quick shot. Mm -hmm. If we miss that shot, foul right away so we can get another chance at it because we can only be, if they shoot two free throws, we can only be down two or three. Mm -hmm. But him not going to it and him seeing that they weren't being aggressive, how you do not get a shot off? You you and do not get a shot part. off. I've even seen coaches were like, okay, let's say that they did allow you to like go ahead, you flow into it. Once he yeah. see like, wait, it ain't it ain't happening quick enough, they gonna they're gonna run out on the oh, court. Time I out. Time out. Y'all ain't like, doing it right. Time yeah. out, time out. It's taking too long. Like yeah. let's get like, and I didn't see. So I mean, shout out to Missoula though. He owned up to it. Said he should have took a timeout and and all of that. And he he would do it different. It was a learning moment. He's a young coach, so you know he's allowed. So you know that's yeah. all good. Yeah, it's not all good for me. <laughs> like I, 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 it's too many mistakes and there's too many questionable calls from him. It's not all right. <laughs> that's that that's 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 being being tested. Like I don't understand his method. Like I'm not trying to bash him or get on him like that, but like some of this stuff is like just coaches one-on-one. <laughs> like like you, you can't let your team in a playoff situation like that. 
games because sometimes when you give up games like this and you get a team with momentum, man, Embiid had 30-something that game. James Harden had 40-something that game. When you wake up monsters like that and they see a niche in it, like, it gets ugly. You don't want to get behind the eight ball by mistakes that you done made that you shouldn't have made in other games. I feel like there's two games that you done gave up where you should have did something different. And, but, you know, shout out to him, and I don't want to bash him, but, man, you got to make better decisions. Shout out to P.J. Tucker that game, how he's being a leader. Like, you know, you don't really see the stuff that he do on the stat sheet, but how he's being a leader, how he went down there and told him, B, like, hey, man, look, you got to get busy. You got to get on it and so forth on how he's being the leader out there. But shout out to them for winning the game and making it 2-2. It's 2-2, man. Game five tonight. What? What does Boston have to do? What do you want to see Boston do to shore up their problems and try and get a win? They have to definitely get Jalen Brown some touches. You don't go a whole overtime and not get him no touches. Fourth quarter and overtime, he was only three yeah. field goal attempts. You you, you got to get Jalen Brown some touches, and you got to be smart smarter at end of the games if the game is close. You have to make better decisions as the flares out on the they floor and the coaching staff. down the stretch, didn't they? Yeah, like you gotta be out there. <laughs> Nothing against Mark is smart, but man, I would I would go with Brockton or White at the end of the games. Like they open it up a little more. Getting Morgan Smart a shot at the end of the game, I live with it. Nothing against Morgan Smart, no disrespect to him, but like. Like, that's what you got Brogdon and that's what you got White for. I feel like, you know, switch something up or so forth on, but make better decisions down the stretch, I would say, for Boston. For Philly, James Harden. Keep doing what you do. Go go for what you know. Them two games that y'all won, y'all won it because you was aggressive. MB, do keep on doing what you're doing, and, and let's see where the table is for. Let me just – Say this, because I feel like it's true. Like, do you, we played in the league. We both played as, as former athletes. We knew it was sometimes it was certain type of players. We had certain type of teammates. Some dudes, hey, man, if, if they know it's a, you know, it's a little attractive female, single female in the crowd, they might go off. You know what I'm saying? It might be, now they're going to hoop. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Today, or maybe somebody, mama or daddy in town for the game. They don't normally be there. They got family or something in town. Like, this is what I feel was part of what Harden went through last game. He had he had the kid there from the Michigan State. He had him there as his guest. Y'all know how tight he is with Lil Baby and them. Like, he had his homeboy sitting courtside with his jersey on, with the Uno chain on. Like, I feel like that truly helps rise James Harden's game. When he has those type mm -hmm. of guys in the crowd and his people right there sitting courtside, I truly think that makes a difference for him. And and we didn't seen it in them two forty point explosions. He had he had folks there, so I mean, listen, mm -hmm. I don't know. I'm I'm you know me black. I'm gonna go do. I'm gonna do whatever I feel. Help me help me go crazy. So I, I hey look, I saw after the game he was saying this game in Philly gonna have a fan from Michigan State come back. I don't know little mm -hmm. baby them schedule, but they might need to be, go ahead and try and beat up man, cause cause that boy. Hey listen, the way he playing them, them last couple games been special. And if he play like that, yeah. that changes Philly's chances, man. Because we already know Big yeah. Joel doing what he doing. If you could count on big time Harden to show up while you got big time and B, that's a tough out for anybody. I don't care.
Yeah, but th that's what we was looking for out of them. We were looking for James Harden to score the way he's going with yeah. Joel B, scoring the way he's going. To see James with 40 and Joe with 30 something, that's, that's a good look. <laughs> that's, that's, that's the recipe that everybody was scared to see. And uh, man, shout out to Philly for getting back in the series. Yeah, man, 2 2, game five tonight. Moving right along, we got Denver and Phoenix. We look, hey, Denver jumped out. Denver jumped out 2 0. We were like, ooh, it's looking like it's looking. But like Phoenix, you know, both teams come down to it. They held serve on their home courts and they did their thing. We got to talk about Devin Booker, dog. This man is like, yeah, he played for the Suns, but he about hot as the sun right now, bro. Like, we ain't seen a postseason like this. We have not seen somebody average this many points and shoot this well from the field as a guard. He is getting to the money. That boy is getting, like, the whole look in his eyes. Like, you like, you know, I was listening. You got Stephen A. yelling, the light skin. He giving you Mamba vibes, bro. But the way mm -hmm. he looking out there with the, like, bro, he got Kevin Durant on his team, and he don't care. <laughs> like, you mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? Like, he's in that type of zone where, like, bro, this dude is out of his body right now. The way 78.9% from the field over the last two games, bro. Come on, dog. What you what you seeing out of the back? And he light-skinned. He out here acting a fool. I've never seen a guard, when I've looked at his stats at the end of the game, he shot 80% <laughs> from, from the field. But he shot a lot, like 25 like, times. Like I, usually, usually that would be like the big man because he close. He got a lot of close close shots to the rim or so forth from a Shaq or a Giannis or something like that. Or somebody who don't I never play. seen that somebody before. Somebody come in and go two for three and sit down. <laughs> yeah, I never four. seen that before with a guy that had 40 some points, man. He shot 20 for 25 the other night and he ain't getting nothing but guaranteed buckets. Like, no, nah, I'm taking a shot that I know this guarantee is going in. I love his shot selection. I love everything he's doing. I love his aggression. He nobody has done what he's done since Mike. Mike has the first, the second, and the third in nine games of, of points. He's the fourth person. I think he has three twenty something. I think Mike, he's number one. He has three ninety something in nine games, and uh, he has three ninety something, three eighty something, and I think a three sixty something that Mike has. But Devin Booker is the next on the list at number four, and he has like. 320-something in nine games. That's crazy. The tear he's on is, is crazy to me. Shout out to Mindy Williams' ears itching because, Q, you said it. I said the it. The uh, Landry, Landry Shamit, T. Ross, T.J. Warren. And all three of them got Warren. in and played. And got we, seen, we seen a sign of them. And look, Landry, 19 points last game. I felt like the Oracle. I felt like the Oracle. They I needed, said it. Uh, Four four big threes in the in the fourth quarter that they really needed. I'm starting to see the guy they see in the depth and so forth. Phone shout oh, out to three man. of them got in and contributed. Though. That's why I just felt good about me. I felt yeah, like the Oracle. Contribute. I felt like, like, like I'm in the Matrix. I'm the Oracle. I think that's the move that that happened to help them get to a two two and back into this series. Like shout out to Monty Williams looking for a little bit of depth, looking for guys to step up. Yeah. And like man, you got them shooters around, man. Like you said, TJ Warren scored fifty in this uh, 50 league. Ball. Uh T Ross is a the human he's torch. A, a straight His name scorer. Is the human torch. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's a straight scorer. And Landon, he's a three point threat from anywhere for any team that he's be on. That was my whole point, bro. Yeah. 
putting those guys in can't hurt you because it's like if they not balling, take them back out. No different yeah. than what you was already doing. Yeah. But on that outside side, that, look, Shamit 19, T. Ross hit a three or two here and there. T.J. Warren get mm. buckets and get offensive rebounds yeah. and second chances at the ball. That's what you got to do. If it don't work, then you, you put them back down. But, like, you still give them a chance. And let's realize, man, Joker had 53 points <laughs> that game. Listen. listen. He, listen. Like, Joker had 53 points that game. Like, uh, KD and, and Devin had 36 apiece. But Joker had 53. Usually when you have a guy that scored 53 points, and I think uh uh my man, my man Murray had like 30 something. But when when Joker scored 53 points, usually that come out as a win. For them to win that game and tie the series up, man. Tell me what and, you think. And Monty of, to open that bench up. Speaking of Joker, what do you think of him in the in the situation on the sideline with the owner? You know, all well. Yeah, the owner, fan slash owner. I th- but I think he, I think he, Joker did what he was supposed to do. Mm-hmm. Why are you holding the ball? Get get the ball up to the player and and, and get out the way. But no, I, I if don't... you want to be you be goofy, I know y'all had a couple of drinks on the sideline and so forth on, and and get up off me. I didn't <laughs> like, like that. I didn't like that. Joker got fined. I didn't either. Like, why is he I getting fired? I didn't, like, I didn't under, this is my thing. I didn't like, this is my thing. It was a conversation about him getting 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 this suspended is, or bro, fine. bro, this is the whole point right here, right? Let's take Ishbia being the owner out of it, right? If he's yeah. not the owner and he's a regular fan, bro, bro, they 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 apprehended him. He might be arrested or something. Like he definitely getting escorted out for sure. Yeah. Like, because number yeah. one, like We've seen this a thousand times in the NBA, playing, watching, whatever you want to call it. Ball goes out of bounds. If you remember, Josh Akogi, he didn't spilled into the stands. He in he in the like yeah. seats. He laid out. So Joker, like, hey, this is an advantage for my team. I'm gonna run over Let here get the and, ball out and pick quick. the ball up and try and inbound the ball. Give it to the ref now, and get out and take the ball. Ishbia yeah. being the owner, and you know he's a former player. He's a walk on in Michigan State. He's played some ball. He. He's trying to get one for his team. He's like, hold on, I'm going to give my man a little break. He's over there on the floor. I'm going mm. to hold the ball away so you can't get the advantage and hurry up and inbound it. Now, at that point, if a fine was going to be levied out, I thought the Ishbia should get the fine. Because as a normal fan, you would have been in trouble for doing that. You intervening in the game, bro. You stopping the game. You can't, like at the point where, like, okay, it's cool. If you grab the ball and you, you, you give it to her. At the point when Joker comes over, and you pull the ball away from him so he can't get it. Oh, you you in violation yeah. right there. Anything you already yeah. violated. You can't try and keep the ball yeah. from the player, bro. Like I don't care. You not in the game. You not a part of the game. You can't do I that. Agree with that. So anything that I happens after that, that, it's totally your fault because you took yeah. and tried to keep the ball away from somebody who's actively supposed to be getting it. <laughs> You're not supposed yeah. to be touching and doing nothing with the ball. And if you do, you give it to the players or the referee right away. So when he did yep. that. Anything that happens after, you know, whatever they say, he flopped and all that, no harm, no harm, no foul. And he, to, to his credit, he came out and said he didn't want to see a fine or a suspension because he knew it shouldn't be. Mm-hmm. But, like, for, for Jokic to, Jokic to get a – I'm not – man, I'm, I'm totally going – I'm protesting that and I want my money back. I don't care how much money I got. I need that. That's that's ridiculous. Straight up. Yeah, I, did, I didn't agree with him getting fined or even a conversation about he gets suspended. And I think Joker did what he supposed to do. Get off me, little man. 
<laughs> like he did with a center. Hey, you hear Michael Malone? Did, Michael like, Malone had the he had the best sound by that dude. They like he like yeah, some fan over there trying to hold the ball. I'm just giving the guy, just giving the ball. He like they try to correct like hey, it wasn't a fan, it was the owner. He said I don't give a shit. He like I don't, I really don't. Yeah. <laughs> I say yes. Nobody care about that. <laughs> I, I ain't never shoved a billion there. I know that would felt good though. <laughs> hey, that's hilarious, right? He got that off, didn't he? Hey, so yeah. game five tonight. Who you got, Black? Who you got? Who gonna win tonight? Back in Denver, so far, both teams. I have, with all my series, with all of them, I'm gonna stick with what I said. I ain't gun. gonna go against what, yeah, I, I ain't gonna go against what I said, Uh, but the proof is in the pudding. If I'm wrong, I'm wrong. Uh, Like I say, Golden State is down. I went Golden State, they was down, they down 3-1. Yeah. I'm gonna stick with Golden State, but I think I I do in the back of my mind feel like the Lakers is gonna win that series. Uh, I had the Heat winning the Knicks series. I feel like yeah. the Knicks are just done. With this series, I have Phoenix Suns, so I'm gonna stick with my guns, Phoenix Suns, and I'm gonna stick with that Devin Booker. So Phoenix, do, do Phoenix get a road road kill tonight? Uh, or do or do it still go I, back and forth and it's gonna end at seven? Mm, mm. I don't know, man. These these boys been tit for tat. They been you know. Yeah, I don't know. Somebody got to win on somebody's flow. They say the series don't start until somebody win on the other team's court. I Is don't it... know, but I'm gonna stick with Phoenix. I don't know if they're gonna win Ooh, tonight, but I'm gonna stick with Phoenix. Okay, okay. I'm gonna stick with Phoenix. All right, man. I don't know. And I'm gonna think... stick with I'm gonna stick with Boston in the other series. Yeah, yeah. Hey, look, this is a random stat of the week. I want to throw at you, right? Mm-hmm. You know I'm a big fan of the Heat culture and all that. Miami Heat, yes, had, they have, they undrafted players have combined for 34 points last night, bringing their total to mm -hmm. 396 points for the undrafted player. That's the second highest in any point season in the modern era. And it's looking like they're going to break their own record, which was, was 576 from 2022. What do you mm -hmm. think of that, Black? Like, what did that say about yeah. the way that the Heat – you know, first of all, they go out and get and find the talent that's not really being glorified or, or the glamour picks and all of that. They get undrafted, mm -hmm. second-round players. And then the second part of that is the development piece. Because just like we mm -hmm. said earlier, you you expecting to see Moody and Kamingo in Golden State. That beg, To me, that begs the question, why aren't we seeing them? Like, twofold, right? Like, why aren't they developing and getting a, you know what I'm saying, getting a chance to get better so that they can be out there helping? I felt the same way about Wiseman. If you look at the difference, like if you look at these guys, the level and the talent of the guys that the Miami Heat are drafting or signing, because they're not un, they, they undrafted, just signing and then developing them and giving them a chance to play, how is it that they are giving these type of returns opposed to a guy like Kaminga, who's a G League Ignite guy, Moody, these guys are mm. draft picks. James Wiseman, the number three pick. These guys are high draft mm. picks, and they're not, de they not developing well enough to play, or they're not just getting better on their own. They're not getting a chance to play. How? When you got this type of turnaround in Miami, that's why I always have to say and give so much respect and take my hat off to Miami and the way that they run their program and the way that guys get better and the way that you see results. It's just not talk. It's just not saying, hey, we got this culture. Hey, we this. Hey, we did. You see it. Whether it's a player that you saw before he got there and he's there and then he goes somewhere else or whatever. It's just that. When you see somebody into that program and on the other side of it, you see a difference. To me, that mm -hmm. means everything, man. And that's all about the way they run their thing from top to bottom. And they, 
It's no shortcuts. It's no cutting corners. You come in, you work, and you get better. If you don't want to work and get better, this ain't the place for you, and they're going to move you on. I totally agree with you. Uh, man, My the Miami Heat organization, the culture, the way they run things, if you there – and and you're doing exactly what they asking you to do and what they asking of you. You're prepared to play. Whether you don't play all year and all that stuff, you're been you be in shape all year. The guys on the bench are in tip top shape yep. all year. So when they're ready to get put in the game, they are ready to go. They put the best product out on the floor at all times. So that's just a testimony to the organization, the way they run it, and how things go over there and. That's why you got guys like Martin and Vincent and all these guys yeah. over there. They yeah. succeeding when they come in and they don't miss a beat. They ready to go and they ready to play. So, man, shout out to Miami Heat organization, man. They've been doing this for years. They've been doing this since Pat Riley got there and changed the culture around. And uh, shout out to Mickey Ayers and Pat Riley, Spolstra, and the whole coaching staff Look, and the whole organization. Spolstra Nostra. <laughs> hey, hey, yeah, I got that's my shout out, man. I gotta give a shout out to the, the Heat organization and all those undrafted players for for making good mm -hmm. on their opportunities because it takes something from us as the players to you know to cash in on it, and those dudes definitely doing that. But man, listen, I did not expect to be giving a shout out to this individual. I want to give a shout out to Lonnie Walker, bro. Like, right up. first for getting in that game in the blowout, right? Because it, it, mm -hmm. I want people to know it don't have one don't happen without the other. When he got in in that blowout and he went out there and he played the right way, that paved the way. Like, he didn't get in and just start jacking shots and doing stupid stuff because it's a blowout. He played the right way and did something that Darvin Ham got a chance to see something in him that gave him that confidence to put him in. And that allowed him to be able to get this opportunity to come in last night in the fourth quarter and have one of the biggest games of his life. He had a 15-point mm -hmm. quarter in the fourth quarter when nothing else was going on for the Lakers, and they desperately needed every one of those points. So, man, shout-out yes, to Lonnie man. Walker for staying ready, for being prepared, and also seizing that moment when he got it. He didn't back down. Those weren't like gimme shots or layups or eat. Like, he was going to get the chicken when he was getting to the money last night. So, shout-out to him for staying ready, man, because we know. It's easy to, to have a mental lapse and to not be ready because you think you're not playing. He ain't played the whole three quarters. Why would he think he going in in the fourth? And he was ready. Yeah. He was still locked in and engaged in that game. And he came go. and he he delivered for his team. So, man, shout out to Lonnie Walker. That's a, that's a message to everybody else out there. You never know when things can change. You got to be ready. Stay ready so you don't got to yeah, get ready. ready. That's what they say. Yeah, I definitely agree with that shout out. He definitely deserved that shout out. But, man, shout out to Devin Booker, man. The, the scoring – arsenal that he's gave us like like i say man seeing a two guard a guy that man gets us up you know you got a lot of heat checks and and stuff like that i expect him to at least miss 10 shots at least nah, if you're doing no heat man, check, for he him to shoot 80 percent from the field and he's not a guy that's under the rim and getting a bunch of layups he's shooting that ball man shout out to for the work that he's putting out there yep. and the scoring arsenal that he's putting on the shows he's putting on since Michael Jordan that we didn't seen a guy doing the in Crazy. the first eight or nine games. So shout out to Devin Booker, man. It's good to see what you're doing, man. And shout out to you and the Phoenix Sun. Yes, sir, man. That's a wrap. We're gonna be back tapping in in another day or two, like we always do, man. These playoffs been special for us, man. Super, super competitive. And look, we excited, man. It's all type of stuff going on. Who knows what's gonna happen in these next days when we come back and see y'all? But for now, we're gonna peace out. We'll be back. Yes, sir.
I want to thank y'all for your continued support of the Knuckleheads Podcast. Be sure to give us two taps by writing a review and rating five stars wherever you get your podcast. And make sure to hit that subscribe button so you don't miss an episode. You can also watch all the episodes on the Players Tribune YouTube page. Follow us on social media at Knuckleheads Podcast. And join our Knuckleheads Facebook group for exclusive content. Thanks again to all of our guests and fans. This wouldn't be possible without y'all. The Players Tribune.com.